Hi, this is Mike with another edition of Getting Everyone Moving by Palms to Pines Parasports. This is episode 51, and we have Cruz Gutierrez, who is doing some amazing things in New Mexico. Hi, Cruz. Hi, Mike. Hey, how did you get started in adaptive sports? Uh, I got started in adaptive sports. Uh, it's going to be like seven years now. But uh, actually, I had a spinal cord injury. Uh, 20 years ago and uh, it was November the 2nd and 2001 so I ended up at a rehab center was called it doesn't exist no more but it was called uh, Rio Vista Rehab Center and right there there was uh, a support group that now it's called United Panel Association so I ended up right there and there were some people that were telling me about adaptive sports, but at the time I didn't know what to do with my life because it was everything new to me. So the years passed and I wanted to get active and uh, I couldn't find any place other than that place, but just to support like the spinal cord injury, uh, to talk to people and then people that are going through the same stuff that I was going and after that, I tried it, but there was no uh, adaptive sport equipment. So it was, it was hard for me to practice with my daily share. And then the time, the time passed and I met a friend, Reggie Espinosa, and he was telling me to play tennis and basketball. But I said, like, well, I don't have the adaptive sport equipment required uh, to play and I didn't listen to him and then the past time more. And then finally I was able to get a adaptive sport wheelchair. It was not a, it was just a wheelchair that you can adjust the camber. So with that one is, is the one that I start playing uh, basketball and, and tennis. So it was because of this guy, uh, Regino Espinosa. And then I met more people. Uh, there was this lady uh, also, her name is uh, Linda Cobbs. And she she's a volunteer coach. And I started playing tennis and I like it. And ever since I like I'm I'm hooked into it and I'm I'm looking for any uh tournaments or leagues that I can that I can play. And uh right now I'm getting ready to uh well it's gonna happen in September, but I'm getting ready to uh for the US Open. I want to win the championship in my division. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I want anything that I can do, like with tennis. If, if, it's, if I can travel, that's better because uh, I can see different places, meet people, new friends, yeah. and see old friends too. Yes. How, how difficult was it for you, I mean, after you had your injury, to you know, motivate yourself to get out and participate? It was mostly because I didn't know anything about it. And around my area, I live in uh, Southern Park, New Mexico. And it's like 10 minutes away from El Paso. But where I live, there's nothing to do. Like, uh, there's no programs. There's no uh, people that I can, or at, at my time, there were no people that I can talk to about adaptive sports. So it was, it was the difficult part it was to find someone that had the knowledge about adaptive sports. After that, uh, there were a couple of people, like, like I was, like I mentioned before, uh, 
Reggie Espinosa and Linda Cobbs, but that was in El Paso. It's like 15 minutes away from my from where I live. So once you get to know like people like that, and if you get the right equipment, like uh, it's not that like on on my my personal experience, I want to learn more about. Uh, I want to be active. I want to be have fun and just keep going with my life. Like be competitive. And uh, but it took me more time because I didn't know uh, where to go or who to talk to, and and, and that was pretty much the I think the difficult part in to getting into adaptive sports. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you um so. There is an organization now, though, where you're living, right? Yes, uh, and it's a small organization that, uh, because I feel that that I want to travel, that I want to participate, and I talked to a couple of guys that we get together and 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 and, and play basketball or tennis, and we decided to make a non a nonprofit. Uh, or organization <clears throat> that uh, we can spread our experience about adaptive sports and we can, uh, uh, yeah, give that information. So people that want to play or people that want to acquire uh, adaptive sport equipment, uh, we just uh, pass that through them, that info. And the small organization is a, uh, it's empowering people with inclusion and function in adaptive sports. Yeah. And, and right now it's not as active because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, yes, like everything else. <laughs> um, but yeah, we try our best to provide like adaptive sport equipment so they can use it. So people that want to be active or want to try it so they can use it. And hopefully this year we get back like into as we were playing basketball tennis doing uh racing hand cycling yeah because we need that uh, i needed it and i know there's people out there like they want to play they want to be active but they just don't know how or where to go and that's what we try to do uh reach people and let them know that that we can have fun and and, and be active how have um how has playing adaptive sports helped you emotionally Tremendously, tremendously. Yeah. Because uh, I was very positive when I ended up with my with my spinal cord injury, and I was, also I have a very supportive uh, family. But that's just that, uh, like around my house, like uh, like with my family. But with adaptive sports, you get to experience other things that you can do, and then you can challenge yourself. You can meet new people, you can make friends, you can, it, it just like uh, mentally, it helps a lot because you get to talk about your issues, you get to talk about what you can do and other people talk about the same, uh, what they can do and about their issues and then we can avoid uh, injuries or we can avoid depression, we can avoid uh, everything that we think like me, I was thinking like, well, I'm, this, is, this is only me. I'm living through this uh, and I will feel like, well, I need to do something, but uh, 
this is the everything that I can do. And then meeting new people, I can see them like they're rolling faster. They playing basketball. They are playing tennis. They are doing a lot of different stuff that I wasn't aware of. And I was like, okay, now I can do that. So that mentally pushes me to keep going and, and be more positive about life. And uh, just talking about people, I mean, just talking with people about our daily lives, that helps a lot. That helps a lot. And and uh, with adaptive sports, I like to think uh, about ourselves, like we're like the X-Men, you know, like the movie, like the superheroes and everything. <laughs> like, yeah, they all have something differently, but they have superpowers over it. And sometimes like, when they first knew about the superpowers, they were like ashamed of their superpowers or people were telling them or looking them, pointing at them. Yeah. And once they find their superpowers, like they're like, yeah, I can do this, I can do that. And, and it's amazing. <laughs> I feel that way, like uh, racing, basketball, like uh, hiking, everything. And when I go to the tournaments or when I go to, to, to leagues, tennis leagues or, or, or games, I see people, people that are like, they're missing a limb or or their injury are like uh, uh, worse than mine and they still like play better than me and I was like okay man if they're playing better than me I can play like I can play like them it's like they have superpowers <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that's great I love that I love that <laughs> I, you know I'm wondering about the Latino culture and is there anything in the Latino culture and how people would approach, you know, you having an injury, having a disability at all? Mm, yes. Uh, and, 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 and I think that happens in, in every culture, but in my culture, like, like the Latino culture, it's like uh, people will look at me and then they will say like, uh, like I'm not able to do all the things that I know that I can do, but they're like, uh, they just see me like a person in a wheelchair. And once I start talking like, hey man, I do this, I volunteer, I play basketball. I go ahead and talk at the university, I have a, have a, my education and all the stuff. And they said like, well, wow, they start looking, they start looking at you differently, but it's normal because they don't know me. And once they get to know me, like, and I think it's, it's in, in every culture, like, if you have a disability, they tend to say like, uh, well, he's not as capable of doing stuff. So he needs more protection. He needs more uh, help. And sometimes like uh, where I live, it's close to the border. Uh, sometimes they will look you as a target, mm. as a target. Like um, I experienced that where I used to live. It was a bad neighborhood. And I was, well, I was receiving uh, social security and it was a bad place. It was, a, it was like, it was, it's called Anapra and it's a bad place over there in Salem Park where I live. So there were uh, drugs addicts and they knew that I was getting a monthly check. So they tried to get me hooked into drugs and, and they would tell me like, with this, your pain is gonna go away. You're not gonna suffer anymore, because they knew if I get hooked on that, like every month, I will have money to get the drugs, and then everybody will be there, yeah. uh, being my friends and stuff. So that's one of the things that I experience where I live, 
and also where my sister lives she lives in, in Denver Colorado yeah uh, they will be friend, friends when when marijuana was still wasn't uh, still a recreational drug uh, I will get like random people look uh, talking to me like hey how you doing how you doing like uh, do you have pain like like do you have you know marijuana and stuff like that so they see you as a target in my experience i'm not saying that i'm in all experience but uh yeah if 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 there's not someone to tell you like hey man like there's sports there's uh, a lot of stuff that you can do you can go to the other way yeah. and people yeah. that are trying to get you into drugs and stuff like it, it can go badly to the yeah. let's say i'm the, on the right and then it can go to the left like really fast yeah no i haven't i haven't heard anyone tell me about that experience but i yeah i mean i understand uh, you know what yes. you're saying that's tough um so you you know you're you're a role model right i mean literally you're a role thank model. you thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, um, I mean, what do, you, what do you say to people who maybe aren't participating, maybe newly injured people? How, how do you motivate people? It's, it's a process. It's a process. In my experience, is a process because I went through that because if I didn't have at the time a, a tennis uh, wheelchair or a basketball wheelchair, in my experience, I was using my daily share and it was not fun at all. It was, it was like, it was not fun at all. Like I couldn't experience my, my first contact with sports. It was like, nah, man, I don't, I don't need this. I better go. I prefer to go to the park and just do some laps. But uh, it's a process and what I do and what I'm doing right now, that's why I want to well, at this point, that's why I want to go and to the championship for the U.S. Open, so I can have that experience. Uh, I have my also uh, nonprofits or uh, like uh, I don't know if I can say it, but the Challenge Athletes Foundation and yeah. Kelly Brush Foundation. Yeah. I've been benefited by those uh, foundations like like big time because I got my my hand cycle. I got it from there. Uh, from them I got it uh my my tip my basketball shirt uh, and that helped me a lot and after that I I knew I started uh, meeting Mia Mia Hansen yeah and she's doing a wonderful job over here because she has a lot of adaptive sport equipment and 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 people that want to play or try the sports their first contact it's going to be awesome because they're not going to be like, oh, I don't have a tennis shirt. I don't have a basketball shirt because Mia has everything there. And 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 she's been guiding me a lot too. And after these experiences that I'm having, what I do is I go and, and talk. I volunteer myself and talk to the uh, newly injury uh, patients, yeah. to the rehabs and to the hospitals. And I will tell them like if they don't like uh, or if they don't want to talk about their experience because I was there, I start talking about my experience like yeah I've been there like it's painful like and 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 one thing that I that I told him I was like everybody tells you like everything but everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay 
you're gonna get better. You're gonna do this. But uh, in my in my 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 experience is like I will tell them like it can go, it can get better, or it's not gonna be better. It all depends on you, your family, and you need to be ready for this because I might be telling you like everything's gonna be fine, everything's gonna be okay, but I know that it's not okay because in my experience. I need to learn how to do basic things. And it was hard because I, my family didn't have the fundings and, 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 and Medicare and Medicaid, like it was, they were not covering all the things that I need. And, and it was horrible for me. I was like, I need all these things to survive. And then that's another thing that can put you down. Like, like if I go outside, something is going to happen, accidents, like I need this to do basic things. And I tell them like no, it can it can get better with your family support, or it can go the other way. Is this it's not gonna be better to begin with, because yesterday you were walking and today you're not. Yeah. So, and it depends how they how the conversation is going. But I try to be as real as possible. Yeah. And then I talked about my experience. I've been right now. It's been twenty years that I'm in a wheelchair, and I talked to them like, hey man, like. It's possible if you want to. I've been doing this. I, I I play basketball. I play tennis. I do hand cycling. I do this. And if uh, it happens to me once, and like like I don't want to do that. Like, what well, you don't want to do? If you don't want to do sports, like you can go back to school. So I look for options uh, for them. If it, and then after the first uh, conversation that I have with them, I I try to stay in in touch with them. You know. To see how they're doing to see how they're doing because if i'm just telling like yeah man like I, I can do this i can do that and i'm doing fine and then a month passed by two months one year and they said like where this guy where where, where he's at? like he told me everything was gonna be okay and he's not even here like so i tried to to stay in contact with them um and i'm just trying to do what uh the united spanish association uh did to me like uh that group helped me a lot too when I first ended up in a wheelchair. So I'm trying to get everything of my experience yeah. to uh, to tell people, yeah, it's possible. It's, uh, it's possible to to be out there. So that's what I'm trying to do now uh, to encourage people that if they don't want to play sports, uh, they can go back to school. They can do a bunch of things. Uh, for me is that uh, I just want them or my idea is to people to be active, to be active, to, to keep their mind busy uh, in positive things, yeah. in positive yeah. things. And, and, and that's why I'm trying so hard. Like I'm trying, I'm traveling so I can get all the experience and then I can go back uh, to my hometown and tell them like, yeah, man, I, I, I win the championship of the U S open. And, and this is something big for me that I'm doing right now. Like, and they can say, oh, well, I know someone that has been traveling around the world. Well, not around the world, but around the U.S. nation. <laughs> yeah. I'm going big now. <laughs> I'll say, around the world, I wish, I wish. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and, and for me, if I, at my time, if I would have met a person like, like me, I was like, yeah, I want to be like that guy. And, 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 and having... At this point, having the knowledge that I that I have, like uh, like yesterday on Friday, 
I went with my friend. He wants to apply. Well, he's applying for the Kelly Brush Foundation so he can get a hand cycle. Yeah. So I went to his house. He lives uh, an hour away from where mm -hmm. I live. Yeah. So I went to his house and I lent him my hand cycle. And he was like, yeah, man, this is what I want. This is what I need. And yeah, man, you can do it. Like, just fill out the application. And then you have to put your, your part. And then if I had the stuff that uh, you need to experience that uh, first contact with sports, uh, like, I'm here to help, you know. Yeah. And, and, and I, just, I just love that I've been uh, volunteering uh, a lot. Yeah. with the uh, University of El Paso. Um, I've been volunteering with uh, the U.S. Army at Fort Bliss. Uh, I've been volunteering with uh, the community college, uh, with the rehabs. And, and, and that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get all my knowledge out there and people can say, like, yeah, I can do that. And like I was telling you, it's a process. If they don't have the right equipment, if they don't have the right... Uh, uh, guidance uh, well not even if they want to do it but it's not possible because the equipment is expensive uh, there's no one to tell them uh, where to go where to apply yeah. and, 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 and and for me I just want to get out there and and, and make people act well not make people because I can but if they want to like uh, give them advice yeah. And it depends if they want, they really want to, but they, it's, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. You, um, I mean, you talked about being, you know, the superhero powers and all that. Yes. Uh, you know, you, you impressed me as someone who can do whatever you want, but there still must be challenges, you know, that you face on a daily basis, you know, using a chair for mobility. And what are some of those challenges? What are some of the things that we need to change in society, you know, to make things more accessible? We need to educate the community. We need to educate the community because where I live, like there's five years ago, there were no transportation. Mm. It's a very rural area uh and then the streets and everything like it was it was bad so i say the if the mayor or whoever is like it's uh they get some uh knowledge or or how to make it better for everyone like the streets the sidewalks and everything it just we need we need to educate people and and that's that was my experience but here what i'm going back up again with mia what she's doing she's educating she's educating the community not only with adaptive sports but with all the things that we might need to have a a, a better life a better um yeah, a better life. Like uh, me as a, as a people with a, with a disability, I was in my hometown. I was like, okay, I want to go to the, this place, but it's not accessible. So I had to go, let's say from the back door and like why everybody's going to the front doors. If it, and, and I, because I'm in a wheelchair, I'm going through the back door. And like, well, it's the only place that is accessible. Like, okay, man, you need to get educated. You need to put something. If you have your business, you need to make it accessible. So that's uh, me telling them, like, yeah, man, you need to 
make your place accessible for everyone, not just for me in the wheelchair, but for everyone. Uh, but yeah, I think education about uh, how a person with a disability uh, handles a daily life. Uh, so I think that's that's the best part, education. And then we need uh, people that really wants to make it happen. Uh, also, what I'm seeing now, social media, mm. it's very important. Mm. Because I see in Facebook and TikTok and, and Instagram and all these social uh, platforms that there's some individuals with a disability that they don't go out and once they do go out they videotape themselves and say other things that they can't do because of the place because of it's not accessible so i think that's very important uh social media in in in, in my experience uh some people might not go out but when they do they videotape themselves because i can do a videotape or i can videotape myself saying like hey because I'm not into videos, I'm trying. Yeah. But uh, these like, <clears throat> like, like I'm, I'm doing sports and everything. And I think if I will do videos, like it will impact uh, the people that I say like, yeah, he's playing, he's doing this, he's doing that. But because I'm not doing them, people don't know. But people that are like more, less shy about to go in and like in videos. Yeah. So that helps a lot. So I think it goes back uh, to uh, educating, education about all our issues uh, that we might encounter, just going to the store, just going to eat, to a restaurant, you know? So it's really important education. That's one of the things that I, that I, that I think it should be out there. Um, educating the community, uh, our neighborhoods, na neighborhoods. Um, so yeah, education about people with uh, disabilities. Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's very poignant for you to say, um, you know, you had to go in the back door, right? It, it kind of yes. reminds me of the civil rights movement. You yes. Know? Um, it, it, it seems to be a really similar kind of experience. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I don't want to go to the back door. And I was like, nah, but everybody's going through the front door. There was a couple of steps and I can go upstairs, downstairs and everything. So I didn't went to the back door. I just went up the stairs. And and, <clears throat> and that's, another, that's another thing. Like if I'm doing it, they're going to think everybody else is going to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. So one of my friends told me like, don't be doing that cruise. Like, and, and my friends, uh, uh, He's part of the ADAPT group. And um, and he told me, don't be doing that because we work so hard for our rights that if you videotape yourself doing this, going into a restaurant, they're going to say, everybody can. So why they're asking for a ramp? And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. His name is Josue. Yeah, his name is Josue. And it's like, yeah. If you need to go to the restaurant, just let us know. And then we go and... and and do our thing and we make it happen. But I said, I'm not gonna wait, like I just gonna go. <laughs> but that's true, that's true if I, if... and that's one of the things, like I like to challenge myself and then I just do stuff and people are like, no, don't do it. 
<laughs> but uh, it's part of the education, I think. Yeah, no, you're really pushing limits. So we're, we're getting towards the end of our interview. What, what's a final message um, you know, that you'd like to leave with our uh, people who are listening to you? One of the things that I in my head, like uh, it's, it's if there's life, there's a way. Hmm. There's a way we just need to really want it to happen. And one of the things that I love to say is, is life is good. Life is good. Uh, yeah. Smile, life is good. But uh, if you really want to experience a sport, experience education, you just need to find the right people. Yeah. And with social media, people can see other people doing stuff, mm-hmm. like going out there. So yeah, if me personally, if I want something to happen, I just go and, and ask. Don't be ashamed of yourself. Like accept uh, your disability. I accepted my disability. So I think that's the first part of uh, moving forward. Accepting your disability, understanding your disability, getting to know you, and everything will fall in part. And, and, and just try to or stay positive. Stay uh, busy and positive. And... Uh, yeah, it's like uh, if there's life, there's a way, and don't diminish or don't say like hey, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm not gonna be able to do this, to do that. We can do it. It's just gonna take longer. Yeah. But at the end, the reward, the reward is gonna be great. It's gonna be. And and up to my up to this point of my life, like I say, like everything that I've been through, like it's it's. Uh, it's been good. It's been all. Uh, I forgot the word. Yeah, but it, it feels great. <clears throat> but I forgot the word. Right. Well, yeah. Bruce, we wish you the best in winning the U.S. Open and bringing that back. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much.